well subscribe FabFitFun. If you don't already know about it, it's a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. Their spring box is amazing. It's products like Show Me Your Moo Moo Robe, Sip by Swell Water Bottle, Dr. Brandt Eye Gel, and that is just the beginning. Don't miss out because they sell out fast. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code WOE10, that's W-H-O-A-10, so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code WOE10. You deserve to treat yourself. Hey fam, today is so special because my very own mother is going to be on the podcast today and I'm actually going to ask my mom what the best piece of advice she's ever been given is, which is so fun because this is the woman who's giving me all of my advice. Y'all have got to hear from her every now and then for just our little conversation at the end of the podcast, but mom honestly is such a well of wisdom. I was like, you need a full 20 minutes and then some for what mom's going to be able to give to us today and bring to us. She's so life-giving. She's so incredible. And so I can't wait for you to hear from my own mama. Hey fam! All right, actually, hey fam, because today the person that I received most all of my advice is on the podcast today, and it's not just for a phone call. Everybody, welcome K Swag. Whoa, whoa, what's hey, up? Hey. <laughs> if you don't know who K Swag is, this is my lovely mother. We call her K Swag because. She's swaggy, self-explanatory. Um, but yeah, Mom, I'm super excited for you to be on a full episode of Whoa, That's Good. Well, thank you for telling everybody how swaggy I am. Hey, I listen. That. I'm it, not sure everybody knows that about me. They, <laughs> if they even look at your Instagram page one time, they can sense the swag. Boss Hog's, Boss Hog's wife, a name like that, that just screams swag. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to be a guest. This is so fun. I know. This is awesome. I was telling my dad, like, I'm interviewing my mom today about the best piece of advice she's received. I feel like this might flip-flop on me. But... Um, <laughs> But for uh, just like every other guest, you are no different. We want to know what the best piece of advice that you've ever been given is. Okay. Well, since I have advantage of like knowing what you're going to ask me, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> and it's, it's hard because, um, you know, there's lots of good advice out there. And the thing that I keep coming back to, and I don't even know that it's advice more than just kind of like a life, like mantra or a way to live and it's something that my dad always told us and we just when we have these kind of family meetings and we talk about like generosity and the blessings that we have and you know just the kind of financially and the fact that we have a roof over our head and the the food on our table and all the things that that we kind of take for granted as you know probably most of us that are Americans that have you know we're, we're secure financially mm-hmm. in a certain way that people in other countries don't. But one of the things he would always say, if we lose it all tomorrow, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And it was just this thing that like always stuck with me that like, okay, that's not what really matters. What really matters yeah. is, is always there and is secure and stable. And that's family wow. and that's relationships. And that's things that are, are not like you can't touch, you can't put a finger on. And that's the love of your from you know your 
parents and your family and God and your relationship with God and our faith. And those are things that like no one can touch, that right. nobody can take away. And so mm-hmm. it was just this kind of like feeling and a security of knowing that like, even if we don't, even if we don't have the Christmas that we thought right. we might have, or because we've got Christmas coming up, or even if we don't have, you know, the things that the world says are important. If we lose all of that, we what we have is what is left is what's really important. Yeah. And so I think that that's just kind of a life mantra that my dad always instilled in us. And I really think that that's probably the thing that has affected me the most in life and the mm-hmm. way I live and um, the way I kind of do life. So, yeah. No, you know, that's actually so cool because I feel like I've. I mean, I know I've heard you say that a lot of times, mm-hmm. especially during Duck Dynasty. Like you always said, you know, if we lose it all tomorrow, we'd be fine. And I think that what I've seen in your life and in dad's life by actually living that out is there's no striving if you believe that, you know, there's no striving because you're like, oh, I'm content with where I'm at. And even if I lose it, it's OK. There was also like, no, y'all didn't um even when times got hard or whenever there was maybe something that was going to be like, hey, you have to do this and it was going to like sacrifice our beliefs, or our faith. Y- y'all would always be like, no, no exception. Like we're not losing our faith because even if we do lose it because of that tomorrow, we're going to be fine. Like it eliminated so many of like the um, I don't know. Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's totally true. I think it that like that knowledge kind of gives you the strange like security because you're like you're free to take risk. You're free to say no to the things that you yeah. know are not what you want to do. You're free to say like, you know, if if this all falls apart, I'm still OK, because mm-hmm. what I, I what I know is what's real and what's really important will still be there. Mm-hmm. And so I think it offers you this this real freedom mm-hmm. and the choices that you make in life and the way you live your life. Yeah. And it's so funny because like living like that and you leading like that, it's like our family, you know, everybody's like, is everything so different, you know, since the show? And even when we started the show, has your family's life changed so much? And I always say, like, it's weird because as much as everything changed, it didn't feel like it changed. Like, Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, 
thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash woe or just text woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash woe or text woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks, depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash sadie rob summer that's 20 percent off your summer adventure at kiwico k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash sadie rob summer It didn't mm-hmm. feel like the sense of like everything's shaken up or it's all so crazy. And I mean, it might have been for, for you and dad, but for our home, it didn't feel like that at all, you know? And I think that, that that was super cool because when those things, the heart things remain the same, then you start to notice like even though the whole world around you is like spinning and moving chaotically, you have such a peace and contentment that everything just feels really secure. And that mm-hmm. probably stems all out of, that advice you know yeah yeah I think that that's such and I love hearing that because I felt that same way too and I remember people asking me that same thing and I was like well you know like yeah we travel more and we're busier and we people recognize us but the important things really are still the same like Mm -hmm. so it, it didn't for me either like internally you know I think for our and for our family I think that that is something that was really important for us to kind of realize because it didn't change mm-hmm change us in that way 
um, where if we didn't have that security where we we felt like, okay, this is it. We got to get it while we get it. Or we've got to like we've got to hang on to this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might might not have felt that way. Yeah, so, yeah. No, that's yeah. So cool. That's awesome. Well, we'll probably circle back to that, but I want to ask you some questions. <laughs> no, no. no, this is no. what I didn't know was coming. Well, you know, I didn't either. And then I was thinking about it. And I was like, what would people want to want to hear and want to know? And, and you might not even have an answer for this. And if you don't, that's totally okay. But I was thinking mm-hmm. about how, you know, people like always see our relationship online and they're like, oh, mother daughter goals. And everybody loves how close you are to all your kids. And I can look at your life and think like me Bella John Luke Will Rebecca Rowdy like we all have our own like relationship with you and we all in a sense like if you ask anyways like we will say like our best friend is you which is kind of funny but no it's really true but like a lot of people are like negative about having like to be their kid's friend you know but it's weird because like we respect you so much and you are obviously our mom and the authority but we're also feel like a best friend so where do you think like the balance is and like how you get that friendship with your kid but then you also have um you know you're also still the authority yeah i think that's that's a really good question um i think it happens over time you know of course like your relationship with your kids change you know whenever whenever y'all are little Um, I definitely wanted to be fun mom and I wanted to have fun with you guys and everything. But also like there are things that I had to be the authority on more. And then as you grow, but I think that because um, I think perhaps something dad and I did, did do well was that we, we really worked hard in that when y'all were little so that we could offer you that freedom as you got older to be your friend to be able to like, just talk to you because you understood what um you understood respect and you understood authority and all that and i think that that's kind of like in a relationship with god like at first like we we kind of acknowledge that like all right um we acknowledge our submission to god and to his authority and that like okay he knows best for us Mm -hmm. i think when we can teach our kids that when they're young to where like, okay, they acknowledge that, okay, my mom and dad know best because they're the authority. They have the wisdom they have the, and they love me unconditionally, no matter what. (laughs) There's no like questioning what that might look like, or is there anything too bad that I can do? That's going to push them away. Is there anything that's going to ever hurt this relationship? And if we establish that, Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we establish that in you guys when y'all were young. And yeah. so then as you grow, we can just enjoy the fruits of that. And That's we can, so true. And y'all are great kids. And so we like you. We mm-hmm. actually, I like <laughs> remember when y'all were in high school, whenever like you would get your license, I would tell each of you, like, remember that I actually like you. Like, I still want to see you. you know, <laughs> I remember that. I know you have your freedom and you can enjoy it. And I want you to like go be with your friends and I want you to go enjoy being a teenager but also like I like spending time with you too so come home sometime <laughs> yes <laughs> I actually do remember you saying that to me and John Luke <laughs> I love that yep. no I think that you enter that absolutely perfectly because you're right like it starts with that even learning respect and I think if you ask any of us it we respect you so much and we love you so much so naturally we want to and we know that you know best and I think that the thing that you've done a good job at you and dad both is you don't just say I'm the parent and I know best because I just know y'all were mm-hmm. so good at like sharing why you know best because you were open with us about the real things that y'all walk through so so then we're like oh you really do know best because you've experienced this before us 
and now it would be way more wise for me to stop and listen to you than try to like shoot in the dark and go through this life you know try to figure it all yeah. out for myself and that was like really really cool like you didn't just like discipline us without like reasoning you you explained to us why and I think that was super huge and beneficial and that's why like now I always felt free to tell you everything which now Bella and all them make fun of me because they're like you can't tell Sadie anything without her telling mom (laughs) it's because I like get all my advice from you that's a good thing it is hey yeah of course you'll say it's a good thing Bella may beg to differ but um (laughs) Okay, well, another thing I wanted to ask you about and talk to you about is Strong and Kind, the obvious, because if y'all don't know out there, my mom has a book called Strong and Kind, and I think that the message behind why you titled Strong and Kind is really cool, just that you even thought about us before we were born, that you wanted your kids to be strong and kind, and so if you want to tell everybody listening a little bit about that, I think they'd love it. Yeah, I think that, um, well, one of the actual reasons that I wrote the book, I I did like come to this kind of realization when y'all were young is that like, one, I I wanted y'all to be strong and kind, but then also like, okay, if I want that for y'all, then I have to be that for myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so like, that is such a challenge to parents. And that's the thing, like, even just going back to what you were just talking about, I think it's so important for parents to be real with their kids yeah. and be and be open about everything and honest because kids see through it. Like if you're like, okay, I want you to be kind, but you're mean to the person at the grocery store or yeah. the waiter or whatever, they're like, nope, it's not real, you yeah, know. And so kids true. are kids are like really good lie detectors. <laughs> like they can see <laughs> if you're not really living what you're saying, mm-hmm. and and they really do, you know. So I do think it's important, and I, I did. You know, I've always tried to say, okay, like if I'm going to ask this of our kids and I have to live it and I have to be real and honest about when I'm not and when I haven't in the past and how, you know, how, how can we talk through those things and um, be vulnerable about it, even as parents. But um, yeah, like I think strength, um, the reason I always say by the time, you know, by the time you have kids, you've, you've probably gone through some stuff. You know, you're married, you've gone through t- tough times in your marriage or whatever, and you realize, like, okay, you got to be strong to get through this life. There's some tough things that are going to be thrown your way. Mm-hmm. And um, and so when we talk about strength, like, I really think about that, like, tree. I always have thought of y'all as, like, these, tr- I want y'all to be these strong trees with, like, really deep roots yeah. so that, like, when the wind comes and the tough times come, like, you know, you may, you may bend, there may be some blowing in the wind, you may lose some leaves, but you're not going to break. Yeah. Like you're so strong. You're so rooted in who you know that you are in God and in God's eyes. You're so rooted in, in him and his love for mm-hmm. you and the unconditional love that we have for you that you're not going to break. And yeah. so that's, that's where that strength comes from. And that's mm. um, what I've always really wanted for you guys. Yeah. And then um, kindness is, is, <laughs> is for others like your strength is for yourself I think and the kindness is for others yeah. and that's just a way to live on this earth and I think that yeah if we all just become more kind this world would be a much much better place yeah oh my gosh mom I'm literally crying Aww. I have tears like streaming down my face that was so sweet but it's Aww. like it, it's cool because obviously like I know that I'm your daughter and like I read like the book strong and kind but I don't know just to see like how much your mom loves you and not just like a selfish like love but really you love so selflessly and like you've raised us to be um good people for the world you know and like 
and for ourselves, but, but, you know, for the world too. And so to pour over that strength for us and then remind us to be kind to everyone, like seeing that and John Luke and Rebecca and um, Bella and Will and Rowdy and all, all of us, that's just so cool. <laughs> it really Aww. is. And, and that like, just as an encouragement to parents everywhere, like from a kid, like it just means so much to even hear my mom say that over me and speak that over me and know that she's prayed that for me and um if you've never done that for your kid that's okay start today because obviously my Mm -hmm. mom's done it forever but today even again being reminded makes me feel like so loved and makes you want to be better so keep speaking that over over everyone in your life and encouraging people like that um okay so that was awesome and the other thing i wanted to well two more things one more serious than the last one more fun but um you know, obviously adoption means a lot to you and um, to our family. And I've been talking to a lot of friends about it lately. And I think that um, to some degree, there's kind of like a lack of like knowledge even in like the adoption and foster care system, even like in the country and, and out of country and stuff like that. Not just everybody doesn't know a whole lot about it. And some people think like, oh, it's this magical thing where it's just like you just get the kid that you knew it was your kid. And, and I know just from our family, like there's some hard parts to it and there's some beautiful parts to it. And my brothers are my brothers and my sister is my sister, you know, and, and we see like the real aspect of it. And I don't know if anybody out there has seen Instant Family, but I think they did an awesome job at describing the whole thing but one of the things that they said was they like expected this like cosmic connection to happen and then like it didn't happen and they were like wait but the cosmic connection's not there but then they still ended up adopting the kids and then later they were like wow like you were ours after all and I just like kind of wanted to ask you what you thought about that because you know I think that a lot of people they don't do something like that because they expected it to be a cosmic connection or this like magical moment and and sometimes like it's not like that but to me like what I've seen in you is that even when it wasn't always like cosmic connection there was like a deep root of of true love and that's what became this like magical thing in a sense um Mm -hmm. but I don't know if you would have anything to like say about that yeah that's so good the movie I thought the movie was excellent they just did such a great job in portraying and I do and I think that movie is important too and it's important for people to see I actually Bella just told me one of her friends said that like Will was the first person she knew who was adopted and I was like what she's like 16 years old how is that the first person (laughs) she knows or maybe even is aware of that she knows I'm sure she knows a lot more people are adopted but you know people maybe just don't talk about it and there's there is a fear I think associated with it of like oh what if I don't connect or what if I don't this and and yeah it is it's can't can always it's not always like this easy just magical thing you know it can be a hard thing and there are a lot of difficult things that come along with it because it is it is from a brokenness you know Mm -hmm. from from a family that didn't you know that uh, a mother that couldn't raise her child a father who couldn't do what what they you know what was kind of intended or what was expected and um so it, it does come from a place of reckon so there is hard parts to it but also like god is so much bigger than all of that <laughs> yeah. and his love that's poured into us and you know he doesn't he doesn't call us to just live an easy life necessarily yeah. you know he calls us to um to do the hard things and he does ask us to take care of the widow and the orphan and the hungry and the mm-hmm. needy and all that and you know, whenever we do things God way, God's way, whenever we do the thing, the hard things, the things that are maybe even counter to what we think, like, oh, this is 
like this would be just the easy route, but we yeah. take the the route that um, that God shows us and lays out for us. The rewards are great, you know. <laughs> yeah. You really do in, end up getting the rewards, but it's not that um, it's not that it's all easy. You yeah. know, it's, it's definitely not that it's all easy, but um, God sustains you, and His promises are true mm-hmm. and right and um he'll be with you through mm-hmm. all of it so i think that the more we talk about adoption and the more we see because i truly believe it is god's calling to yeah. us as christians uh, yeah. those of us who are believers it is mm-hmm. it is our duty to um our responsibility i don't want to yeah. say duty because i don't want that to it's not it's our um responsibility to take care yeah of um the least of these mm-hmm. and um certainly um, children who need a home yeah. would, would fall in that category 100%. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. And you know, like the stats probably more than anybody, but is it there? It's not like an outrageous number in the States, is it? For adoption? Yeah, that is the crazy thing. If you look at, so of the kids in the foster care system, there's about 130,000 of them each year that are um, that are up for adoption that um, are looking for homes. And of that number, you know, probably, I think it's around Mm 30,000 that will age out, that will turn 18 and never get adopted. Mm -hmm. And that is so devastating because you think, you you look at America and how like, we have plenty of families that we should be able to take care of this situation. We should, there should not be a child that does not have a home. Yeah. In America, you know, you look at yeah. it like, what? Are you kidding me? You know? Yeah. And not to say that, that we don't have difficulties and we don't have struggles and there's not, you know, problems that we have in our country. But certainly 130,000 kids to I, 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 I have no idea how many people are in America, but I can guarantee you <laughs> that a lot more there's than a lot more than that. Yeah. And I know I've, I've, I've seen stats like if if every church in America just took one, you know, it would be wow. we would take care of that problem wow. tomorrow. Wow. And so I think that it is time for us as a church to step up yeah. in that regard. And I think that as we do that and talk about being a light to our world, as we start solving the problems, the orphan crisis in our world, mm-hmm. you know, now if you look at all of the world, there's millions of yep. orphans, but that's something else that we can solve. You know, as the church, we should be the leaders in solving that, that mm-hmm. type of problem mm-hmm. and talk about being a light and yeah. a salt in this earth. Preach that, um, if girl. We do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. No, and I, and I definitely wanted you to talk about that because I'm like, that really is just not that many people, you know? And, and if you look at how many people are in America, like, look at how many people are on Instagram. And so I think the more, like, getting that out there and advocating for that is so important because even if somebody's listening today and you're like, this is crazy, I was listening to, whoa, that's good, and now I just feel in my heart, like, it just mm-hmm. leads you to a webpage or to start looking into it, then, like, go with that tug in your heart because like we actually can be the generation that sees this that that handles the problem you know and not that there, there's always going to be people that put their kids up to adoption it's a beautiful thing whenever uh, families get to this is a beautiful thing and so to That's be a right. part of it will be so awesome yeah. and also I do think that like people are called to things like there are you know the vow talks about yeah. like we all have different gifts we all have different colleagues and it's not that's not everyone's calling to to maybe adopt, but maybe there is something that you can do mm-hmm. to 
to help in this in this um, with with children who need homes. There is so many different ways that you can be involved. And if you are one that does feel a little tug, a little calling, then you know God is working on you and your heart, mm-hmm. and so you follow it. Say yes to it. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. Okay, well, as I predicted, I knew we were going to go long because I was like, even when we talk on the phone, we talk for like an hour. But I do want to ask you <laughs> one more thing. Last question. Um, but we, one of my favorite things about our family is we have so much fun together. Like we are always playing games. We're always having a match at tennis or what? What were we doing last year? Hitting golf balls with a baseball bat trying to hit it over the pond which yeah. by the way I'm still cry laughing when I watch your video because <laughs> I don't even know how you managed to hit it backwards but uh, we're, we're always doing something fun one of my favorite things is when we are cooking I'm using quotations because we all know it's dad but when That's we right. are cooking and we all end up <laughs> dancing around our kitchen table and it's just mm-hmm. fun and I just wanted to ask how do you think for parents out there or even siblings or whoever to just encourage them on how to um, kind of invite people and invite a family into that space how do you encamp this atmosphere in a house that's that's actually just fun to be in you know and um, I think that it's probably simpler than what people think and that's why I just wanted us to kind of talk about that a little bit yeah that's a good question I think I had a good example of that my mom was really fun like she's what how old is she she's still fun too mom and still like doing handstands or <laughs> like trying, trying out the latest dance move or whatever so yeah. I think it is it's so important to you know just keep that fun in your family like I've always wanted our house to be the one that like we y'all want to come home to yeah and so that's kind of a goal and so like if that's your goal okay then how are we going to make it fun how do we make yep. people want to be there and it's really i mean it really is just a mindset you know mm-hmm. like you can you can have a tough day and you can and i always say like you can um, be in a funk but don't stay in a funk you know yeah. like you can you can like have a rough day and and you can you can live in it if you choose to and you can say like I'm just gonna live in this funk and mm-hmm. be like I'm miserable because everything's miserable and this didn't go right and this didn't go right or you can turn on the music and dance you know <laughs> or you can or you can just so smile good. and or make a joke or like get outside and hit a golf ball across the pond you, know? <laughs> you, can, you can you can choose um to get out of that funk and it really is a choice that's and, so true um, so yeah there you that, go that's hilarious like somebody asked me on tour I didn't even know that came from you they're like uh what do you do when you're sad and the three people answered before me and all three of them were like yeah I normally turn on this sad music and I just kind of cry it out and the next one was like yeah I always just cry it just helps me a lot and the next person said like Taylor Swift songs and I was like <laughs> you know this actually sounds kind of funny but I actually normally just dance it out <laughs> and I was like not <laughs> kidding but that's what we do and so fun um, mom thank you you have officially been our longest podcast because you have so much good advice and i love you very much and for a little plot twist i'm gonna try to call dad so wish all of america luck as i attempt to get him on the phone okay that'll be interesting (laughs) we all know it will (laughs) love you mama all right love you baby girl Hey, Dad. Hey, what are you doing? I'm fixing to get out of there, Steph. Oh, dang. (laughs) 
Okay, I have a question. Are you up for a spontaneous two-question Q&A for my podcast? Uh, right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it's a very, very, very simple question. Um, uh, really fast. Okay, really, really fast. Do you think Twinkies on pizza is good advice or bad advice? That's terrible advice. <laughs> all right. That's all I need to know. Well, go get you a deer and go get us deer steak instead of Twinkies on pizza. All right, sounds good. Love you, bye. Now, So I don't know if everyone's heard something that the Live Original team is so excited about right now. We started last year the LO Box. And you may be thinking, what in the world is in an LO Box? Well, the LO Box is just the Live Original Bible Study Box. And it has everything that you need to equip you to lead a Bible study right where you're at in your own home. We have everything from the actual Bible study itself that I wrote on Bold Confidence to recipes for what to cook for your girls. We also have fun activities and so many more things that partners have sent in. And so if you are interested at all in being a leader, go to liveoriginal.com and look into the LO box. Thanks so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. We got a lot of good nuggets today. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms I'm on. Instagram, I'm at legit Sadie Rob. Twitter, Sadie Rob. And follow our Live Original Instagram. Also, I'm Sadie Robertson on Facebook. Head over to liveoriginal.com and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, you can see the tour dates that I'm coming to a city near you. Don't forget, please leave comments in the iTunes section and leave reviews. This podcast is produced by Steve Strout and Peter Hartzell. So a huge shout out to them and a thank you to my LO team. You guys are the best. We love y'all and we appreciate you listening. I'll see y'all soon.